0: From San Francisco to the World, where we undergraduate students at San Francisco State University weigh in on a range of global topics of culture, economics, politics, and society. From the San Francisco Bay Area, we'll explore and learn about the world sociologically and bring in our Bay Area perspectives. Each episode will be hosted by a new set of thinkers, and it'll surely give you a sense of what our global city has to offer the world. My name is Helen. My name is Paola. And my name
1: is Erica, and we are sociology students at SF State. On this episode of From San Francisco to the World, we are your hosts and we will be discussing social media. We will elaborate how social media has influenced the sharing of ideas, hobbies, and values. We will further be talking about how it has changed the impact of Western Western image and the learning outlet of social media. My name is Erica and I want to talk about the embrace of Western lifestyle through social media. People around the globe are affected by our media and what we display, and what we display on there. Uh, and yes, people all over the globe, including ourselves. And what I mean by social media, I'm talking about television, music videos, movies, magazines, and those applications that we love so much, like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and you know the rest. I wanna start by saying that. In my opinion, I believe youth are especially the ones that get influenced by what they see on the media the most. I don't know, that's what I think. What do you guys believe? Do you guys think that
0: youth are the ones getting influenced the most by social media? I think they definitely do get influenced by the, by social media. Um, working with kids, I experienced it firsthand how they idolize these... Um, athletes these social influencers these youtubers and they want to be just like them so you can see where um it's just tunnel vision how they want to be just exactly like them and yeah
1: no yeah I definitely agree with you um I myself actually yeah I'm a TA for elementary schools and they're they just idolize what they see on you know Especially right now on TikTok, that's such a big platform right now, and just you just see all these little kids like getting influenced by the the influencers. That's what they're they they call them, right? Yeah. And and yeah, just everything that they see. Yeah, uh, I just wanna. Oh, sorry.
2: No, go ahead. I just wanna add how it's crazy how you know growing up when we would get asked oh, what do you want to be when you're older? We would say like a doctor, a teacher, and now just seeing a big change and asking the youth now, and they'll reply with a YouTuber, a TikToker. So it's just crazy to see that change.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, actually just recently I I figured out that, or I learned that they you can even get paid by playing video games. And I was like, wow, <laughs> it's just such yeah. a big difference than how we were brought up um so yeah i read an article called beauty body and image and the media. and in the article it explained how women in western culture they're impacted by their appearances uh the idealized body image that we see on media it really does have a significant effect on both men and women uh and i agree with that and because you know with idolizing body
2: image comes a lot of insecurities and now with the use of popular social media apps like you mentioned Instagram and Facebook we have a bunch of filters and ways to modify the pictures we post
1: no yeah I I that's why I quit Instagram and all that because it's just I mean what are you really posting you know you're only posting what what you want others to see and you know that's just not reality but
2: for
0: sure yes to piggyback on that like i see a lot of people just like that saying like keeping up with the joneses like you see what you the people have on social media so you're immediately want to top them you want to get the bigger size car you want to get this nicer um phone or this per- perfect body that media like just pours out there to women and not just women but little boys and men as well it's just it's crazy
1: yeah yeah i mean these are all definitely examples how even ourselves you know we get influenced by western culture and our influence through what we see on social media um but yeah moving on i also do want to talk about the ways in which the chinese youth have embraced western culture Um, I was reading this article titled Embracing Western Ways While Cleaving to Tradition and it speaks about how Chinese youth have embraced Western culture. Some examples they talked about was how um, the Chinese youth, um, they really enjoy the NBA leagues and they're attracted to Western trends and how they are big viewers of Hollywood cinema. the article also did talk about, about, about the influence of the Western lifestyles being exaggerated. Um, there was, in the article, there was a, a young group of people that were asked, why do you like Western films? And their reply was that it was just fascinating to them. It was entertaining. So many are interested by what they see and what and what the West displays, but they are not all assimilated by it. And this brings me to a quote from John Tomlessness that says, all cultures we must surely assume will generate their own sets of basic attitudes. And my understanding of that quote is that not all cultures view other cultures through, in this case, social media differently. Some see Western culture and accept it, others get influenced by it, and others just see it as entertainment. So, is everyone affected by American culture through social media? No, definitely not. Um, Not everyone praises American culture. Probably Americans think that everyone does praise American culture um, (laughs) or the lifestyle. But no, it's it's not always accepted and sometimes they see it, they learn from it. and or sometimes they just make it fit into their culture.
0: Hi, I'm Helen. So to begin, social media has taken over the world by storm. What was once completely unknown is now embedded in our daily lives. We unlock our phones, tablets, or any other electronic devices at the tap of a screen or a click of a button, open a variety of social media apps, and we are bombarded with images, information, and advertisements waiting for us to consume it all. According to Merriam-Webster, social media is defined as forms of electronic communications, like websites for social networking, like Facebook, and microblogging, like Twitter, through which users create online communities to share information, ideas, personal messages, and other contents like videos. For instance, in the article, The Rise of Social Media, Esteban Ortiz states, there are 7.7 billion people in the world with at least 3.5 billion of us online. This means social media platforms are used by one in three people in the world and more than two-thirds of all internet users. Billions? Yes.
1: Is is that worldwide? Are you talking worldwide?
0: Yes, I am talking about worldwide.
1: That sounds like a lot. But I mean, it's not surprising, you know, like everyone right now is just on social media, on any platforms. There's so many that you can just find
0: anyone that they're just using at least one of them. Definitely. Even from older people to like, even dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I know one of my old coworkers. he has an Instagram for his little chihuahua terrier mix. Oh, God. And yeah, it's just
1: insane. Yeah, I also, I, I also know um, mothers and they, they'll make an Instagram account for their babies. <laughs> like, I mean, why would a baby need an Instagram account? exactly (laughs)
2: and as ridiculous as it sounds some of those like dog profiles or baby profiles are the ones that have a lot of followers too and have a lot of engagement
0: yes (laughs) so on that note um, I'd like to talk about how that has social media has changed the way we communicate and how it has been used for digital marketing purposes and the rise of um, content sharing. So before social media, there was limitations in how we commu- how we connect. Excuse me, and how many people were are ab- How many people we are able to reach? Traditional communication like phone calls, face-to-face interactions, strengthened and kept relationships and friendships. And now with like the latest technology people from all over the world have endless ways to connect now more than ever and a key example is like in this day and age is like dating apps like international dating apps excuse me and like shows how like 90 day fiance where people are finding ways to find love and connect to one another
1: I've heard about those dating apps
0: I mean I haven't been
1: on them but <laughs> I know a couple of of my friends that they're on and you can just meet just about anyone on there.
0: Yeah, and like going back to that, like in, I don't know what week it was for this class, but I had mentioned that how, um, the, how they view the United States, other countries view it as like, we're rich and we have a lot of money, we're sophisticated, we're this and this and that, but it's like, it's like you're paint, painting a facade for people When in reality, you're really not, you don't have money. You barely have a a college education or high school. So it's like, it's crazy what social media can do. Yeah, I agree. And going back to that, like, um, traditional communication skills are like declining now that there's social medias where we're so comfortable on we're so comfortable being on social media, talking to people throughout the world, um, pretending to be like this perfect person that doesn't have no, like, flaws or like, no trials. Because, you know, people don't post that stuff. They don't post um, the struggles that they have to go through in everyday life. I agree. The
2: reality, the reality of it, it is easier for someone to, make this persona behind the screen when we don't know the reality of it
0: yeah and like how how I said like on on um on like um dating apps you can be this perfect person for this this excuse me this perfect person for somebody but in reality in reality you're just like probably abusive maybe or you lack a certain communication skill and it's just all over the place (laughs) but that's what what that leads me to the consequences of like digital dialogue and how um people too often speak their mind without thinking about the receiver which leaves room for assumptions and misinterpretations and a key example of that is like twitter I've seen how it's progressed and how you have to be more it's been more filtered where you once could speak your mind about any topic and just go along with your day but nowadays you have to watch what you say because people can misinterpret it or cancel you like at the click of a button that (laughs) cancel yes what are your guys thoughts on that Did you guys hear
2: me? Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's easy for someone to, everyone has an opinion, of course, but it's, and it's easy for someone to attack others again on screen. But who knows if that person would really do something like that in person? Mm -hmm. It's something that we need to consider too.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: I think sometimes it's also like you have to really think twice about, like you said, you know, people are getting canceled left and right so it it, it sometimes just makes you think what to post because you don't want to post something that's gonna have a negative effect on someone else
0: yes and it could really like harm their reputation yeah so another thing I would like to talk about is like um, marketing how social media has contributed to the changes of online shopping um, according to a study, 56% of c- consumers say they follow brands on social media to be alerted to sales and coupons. I don't know about y'all, but with this whole pandemic, I've been a crazy online shopper. Like, haven't <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all? Yes,
2: for yes.
0: sure. What are your guys' like bra- um, shopping stores that you just,
1: you got to do it? I'm always on. I always have a tab open for either Target or Amazon. <laughs> Same here.
0: I'm a. i am I always have something in my, my cart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been a big, um, a big window shopper.
1: Yeah, lately I don't know. I've been buying a lot of shoes, and what for? I'm not even
0: going places right now, <laughs> right? This pandemic. Yes. So, like, the rise of online shopping has helped, like, local businesses and and even international businesses. Like, for example, Etsy, how they just incorporate their small businesses, whether it be um, baking or just, like, items, jewelry, clothing, anything specific, whatever it is, culture-based or not they're just everywhere. And, um, I would be definitely sharing my business. If I had a a business, I would be using, um, online to do, just like market my brand, get it out there. And like, that's what like, um, how do you say it? Consumers like, they like that interaction with the, with the retailer and how, cause like, I don't know, to me, I like it when they, they interact with you and they ask you like, oh, do you like my, my stuff? And is it like worth buying? Or like, what can I do to improve? And it's just crazy how um, people all over the world can help you expand your um, businesses. So the last one I would like to talk about is um, content sharing how like the rise of content sharing has allowed people all over the world to participate and engage in social political conversations and movements. Social media has created an outlet to come together and demand for political and social changes. Um, A prime example, as devastating as it was, um, would be where we all witnessed last year with the death of George Floyd. Like how his death has exposed the social injustices and police brutality that has been going on for decades in the United States. Um, people from all over the world. It was it was amazing. As sad as it was, it was amazing to see how many people were in solidarity, um, having this, these protests for for um, George Floyd, fighting for change, and it was just amazing. i've I've never witnessed that yeah i mean it's it's
1: it's, like you said you know it's really tragic that it happened but you know it's like when you see how much people it brought together it's just you know we're all interconnected you know we were we all saw what happened so we were all there for each other yes so let me ask you something um can today's social media platforms maintain their
0: relevance in a couple of years as they do now? Almost oh, definitely. Like the answer lies within those who created and developed these social media platforms. As long as they put the consumers first by keeping up with their demands, as well as keeping, like us, keeping ourselves informed through the endless amounts of information social media has to offer, um, it just sky's the limit from there. We can only grow um, as much as as that. Thank you.
2: Hi everyone, I'm Paola, and I wanna talk about how social media can be used as a learning outlet through global, global exposure, and also point out the changes in modern culture. So as Erica and Helen mentioned, there's no doubt that social media has become a huge, has had a huge impact in the world we live in today. It's grown significantly over time with the use of popular social media apps like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. We've been exposed to much more worldwide that one can argue that social media has become a way to not not only educate ourselves, but others as well. Uh, early on during the pandemic, I caught myself using social media apps more often than usual and I'm sure I wasn't the only one, but one of the apps I spent a lot, a lot of time on was TikTok and one of the things I noticed while using this app was how one Erica pointed out earlier by saying that um, social media's greatest impact has been on the youth community And while using this app is one of the things I noticed since the target audience has been, again, the youth community. But gradually over time, this app gained popularity and we started to see people from all over the world of all different ages on this app. Uh, One of the other things that I did notice from this app as well was the content that was being shared. Um, You know, in these, I think they're one minute videos that show that people can learn a lot from one of them being recipes. I know that there's a ton of recipes on this app that you can find that are from all over the world.
0: Definitely Paola, and I can attest to that like um even though I'm like Mexican, I don't really like incorporate those dishes into like my um my like eating habits or whatever. So when I discovered um, this um recipe which was empanadas de camarón and chipotle like my family loved it so you can see where it's like you learn something new about your culture or other cultures every day and and as well as an as informational definitely
1: i get caught up being on pinterest a lot so i'm always looking up new recipes uh just the other day i actually made some fried rice with shrimp that i had never made made before and it came out good and I like Pinterest because, you know, it's not just you find recipes for other things like drinks, too. For sure. I definitely forgot to add, you know, Pinterest as a, a big
2: social media outlet that people learn from. Um, I know I find myself using Pinterest a lot for new recipes, but I love that apps that social media apps can do that. They expose and encourage others to try something new. Um Going back to TikTok, I know that I see a lot of people recreating these videos of themselves trying these new recipes. And from there, those certain foods um, tend to trend. And not only do they trend on TikTok, but they carry over to other platforms because it gets so big. For example, I know there was a dish that was trending a lot all over social media. I believe it was from... It was an African-American dish, but um, speaking of YouTube, you know, it's been here, it's been around for so long and it's, you know, I would consider YouTube one of the biggest outlet, social media outlets that we can learn from, um, you know, from dances, again, recipes, or even a new language. Um, There was a study in Northern Chile about flocorico dancing. And they spoke about how they use YouTube to bring exposure and teach others around the world about their dances and the history about foco dancing. But um, another change that we see in today in our modern culture is music. I know that um, Korean music known as K-pop has had a big influence in the music that we hear today on the radio after reading one of the articles by Kent Ono and Young Min Kwan called reworlding culture YouTube as a K-pop interlocutor. Um, I'm sorry, interlocutor. Um, They spoke about how K-pop became so international and all it took was for one song to become so popular on YouTube that created a bunch of users to go onto YouTube and view it. And since then it's created, it's created, it's affected in a good way, the way that our music, the way we listen to our music today and even certain dances as well. Uh, One of the quotes that spoke up about that was, K-pop embodies contextualization and appropriation as component dimensions of of the encounter with different cultures. You know, this, quote goes to say how k-pop really became so international that it influenced not only the culture uh,
0: in korea but as well as over here and worldwide so with the positives of social media there are also negatives what are all those what are some of those negative impacts that it has
2: so yeah you're right there not only there are other positive but there's also negatives. And I would say that one of them, one of the bigger ones would be to make sure, you know, that the information you're receiving through social media is accurate and reliable for one to, one to learn from. You know, going back to the Chile, um, how they spoke about you know, they have to make sure that what they're saying, and what they're sharing is um, accurate and reliable so that the viewers who then share that information know that it's accurate.
0: Yes, definitely.
2: So this brings us to the end of our podcast. And with that, I wanted to leave a concluding thought saying, let's think about how the media changes and the way it will continue to change and affect us all in different aspects. Thank you for listening and joining From San Francisco to the World. This is Paola. This is Helen. This is Erica. We hope you learned something new. Play the next episode to come with us on our next next destination.